curfew. They are like, it's curfew. Bitch, we is from Baltimore. We don't care about no fucking curses. You heard my man say that, Curses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know we back, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Clear the streets out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Come on with it. <laughs> Star Trek. Niggas is haters, I'm doing deals like the majors Ice cream sneakers, I signed my first skater So you could pay three and buy yourself some babesters Bulletproof on the t-shirts because they hate us Dude like Snoop say, step your game up Double duck a boat, nigga, Mediterranean up D-class, ask your cuts, tuck your chain up Liberace fingers, niggas hit Lorraine up Just last week I was out in Aspen Me and Puff hopping off the plane, both us laughing Week before that I was out in Italy Attire hard throw could not get rid of me I'm down to tell the crib Me and like ten hoes Call from the cell phone Give me that info I know what you're thinking Yeah, me too Okay, everybody meet Mr. Me too Been two years Like I was paddy wagon cruising Streets was yours Your dunce capping and kazooing I would just assume When you keep the coke moving But I got one question what? Fuck y'all been doing Tyrex stirs Turned into Cavalli furs The full lane cat When I waved the kitty purrs All my niggas caked up Selling gray and beige dust Had that money right Or end up in the trunk Taped up We don't chase a duck We only race for bucks Peel money rolls Till our thumbs Get the paper cuts Chill retardo South Beach Galato Teal started up Go burr like the snarl Woman if you love me Please let me know Tie rags round your neck And learn the sets we throw These are the days Of our lives And I'm sorry to the fans But them crackers Won't play a fair job I know I know Yep Yeah you too Okay we get it Yep yeah, you too. I know, I know. Yep. Yeah, you too. Okay, everybody meet Mr. Me too. I know, I know. Yep. Yeah, you too. Okay, we get it. Yep. Yeah, you too. I know, I know. Yep. Yeah, you too. Okay, everybody meet Mr. Me too. I know what you're thinking why I call you me too. Cause everything I say, I got you say me too. I say I got the bins and you say me too. You're hanging out the window so they can see you. But you ain't hanging out the window when you in that G2. Or that G3 or G4 like we do. Wanna know the time, better clock us Niggas bite the style from the shoes to the watches We cloud hoppers, tailor suits like we mobsters Break down keys in the dimes and sell them like gobstoppers Who gon' stop us? Not a goddamn one of ya Mean with the re-up, nigga, we street tumblers Ivory white, yeah, that's the same color of a sword, nigga Best believe it's the Mulliner Take no prisoners, rap niggas or whisperers Choke on your own spit just as soon as you mention us Champagne corks is kicked by Louis Sportsin Keep my hoes in Pooch and Charles Jordan Copy chrome and touchscreen component Mink on the floor, make you high, don't it? You don't wanna know what the fuck I spent on it Tomorrow ain't promised, so we live for the moment Cut Yo, yo, yo This is King Known Uncensored and we got new music Fridays, new music. We got some album reviews on the avenue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. The hottest shit on the streets. Let's get into it. All right, man. Let's start this shit off right. We're going to go right into the reviews. Fuck it. Why not? Benny the Butcher drops an EP of unreleased work that was um three years old 
It's about three years old, y'all. But the project is called Pyrex Picasso, man. And let me tell y'all something, bro. I was impressed. This is a very impressive EP. You know, um, for those that aren't familiar, you know, I do a yearly awards every uh, that ends every October. That comes out in no in the first week of November. I ain't gonna give y'all a date. I just drop shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? I just drop random shit on your motherfucking heads and expect y'all to like it. Well, actually, no, I don't expect y'all to like it. I expect y'all to fucking hate it. My bad. <laughs> Let me clarify that shit. But anyway. So, Benny the Butcher has guest features from Conway the Machine, Ricky Hyde, and El Camino on the project. It's produced by the same people. I forgot the producer's names, but Pyrex Picasso got some bangers on that bitch. I mean, my joint is the Iron Curtain. That, that motherfucker bad. I mean, the title, title track's good. I think all seven of these, all six of these songs, my bad, because one is an intro. And one, and it's six songs on here. Like I said, very impressive project. You know, now, instead of, like, putting, you know, EPs and mixtapes in an album of the year conversation, they're all going to be under mixtape of the year. Instead. That way, ain't no six or seven tracks, you know what I'm saying, going to be, like, no album of the year. We had to finish that after that Kanye shit. <laughs> in 2018 but anyway Bodie James Detroit's own Bodie James and the Alchemist dropped Bo Jackson now they had a previous EP called The Price of Tea in China and I love that project and Bo Jackson does not disappoint it's one of the better projects this year I think Bodie released two projects um, this year if I'm not mistaken I mean, Brick Mile to Montana. Let me tell y'all something. This nigga Benny the Butcher, dog. This nigga never ceases to amaze me at all on that track. And then just both. I think uh, Speed Trap is my favorite song on there. That nigga was going on Speed Trap. Then I think it was Steel Wool where he had the line about the Motrin 800 buffs and shit. I mean, uh, the joint with Gibbs, like, Bodie had, and Alchemist had some bangers, Turpentine, like, I'm impressed, I'm impressed, Fat Joe, man, this dude is got to be 65 years old, I mean, come on, this guy got to be 65 years old, still putting out bangers. He released a mixtape along with DJ Drama and Cool and Dre called What Would Big Do in 2021? Basically a concept where Fat Joe would pick some beats and rap over them as if he was Biggie. Now, he did not emulate much of Biggie's flow, thank God. But this was a pretty good project as well. I just didn't like the, the, the song that sampled Luther. I fucking hated that song. Everybody done raped that um, never too much sample. I mean, from Keisha Cole 
It's a queen pin. You know, those were good. But this one was completely ass. That could do without it. Um, however, there were some great standout songs. Like the intro with CeeLo. Fire. Michael, Honey, Africa with Lil Yachty was shockingly pretty fucking good. I mean, this is another... It's a mixtape, basically. So it's another... I think it's nine tracks. Then the track with Remy. They could have kept that one. Because it sampled... uh, You know... um, It sampled... Before I Let Go by Maze and Frankie Beverly. I'm like, dog. Beyonce already ruined Christmas with that trash-ass version of Before I Let Go. Yes, Beyonce version of Before I Let Go is fucking trash. She ruined Christmas again with that one. Y'all don't get the reference. Y'all saw Beyonce when she was on Punk, and then she knocked over the Christmas trees and shit, and the little kids told her she ruined Christmas. That was ghetto fucking gold to have Beyonce humanized on television when she was being overhyped, like always. Not to say that Beyonce isn't a wonderful artist, which I do believe so, but y'all be putting way too much stank on it. Alright, K-Camp released a project called Float. I mean, you would think after Kiss 5, like, this dude would be, would, would go to the next level, but he went down again, which leads me to believe that K-Camp is inconsistent and completely up and down as far as projects, because... I know I understand it's hard to beat Only Way Is Up, which is his best project to me. Fucking fire. And to beat one of his mixtapes called In Due Time, which was a classic in my opinion. Classic mixtape for sure. But Flo, mm, I wasn't really impressed. I was like, this is okay. I mean, I fuck with Guts. I mess with Privacy with Trey Songs, Rain On Your Skin. But other than that, the rest of it, you can just throw that shit away. rest of it's kind of average in my Kevin Samuels voice. All right, let's move on to basketball. More summer league banter. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas is going to be that deal in Brooklyn. If he doesn't get hurt, that is. Because, you know, he is, he, he, although he's a, a, a massive scorer, he's an itty-bitty-ass nigga now. I just want to see him do that against NBA level competition. I'd I'd be worried about Cam sometimes because of his size. But Cam Thomas has been killing, dude. Who else has been killing? Jonathan Kaminga has in in Moses Moody Modem Uzi Modem Uzi. Yeah, I know y'all tired of me doing that, but that shit is still fucking funny. I don't care if I got to do that shit every show. For for a cheap laugh, I will mock the ability of a high school graduate that never went to college that can't read a yield sign or can't spell yield. But anyway, (laughs) so Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga been balling. Trey Murphy, the third from fucking New Orleans baller. Um, Kate Cunningham, let me tell y'all something, man. I told y'all. Give the boy a shot. And in one in his last game, he hit about seven threes. So y'all could get off of, 
of off of Cade Icewood's dick. A lot of y'all fuck niggas on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, been quiet as a bitch on Cade. Y'all, after that first game, when he shot 5 of 17, y'all were saying draft bust this, draft bust that, Jalen Green is better. Jalen Green will be a better player. He will. So, a lot of the hate has quieted down quite a little bit for Kay Cunningham. This dude is legit. He just needs to add some weight because he do be getting knocked around like a motherfucking pinball. But, you know, the dude can dunk. Obviously, he's 6'8". But I think he needs to be, a, you know, gain a little bit more strength. And this dude will be a good player in this league. Now, Superstar... You know, he got to work extra hard. He already got the leadership down pat. You already see him directing players to where they need to be on the court, playing multiple positions. I mean, honestly, you know, like someone said on my timeline today, Kate needs to be the starting point guard of this team. Killian Hayes does not need to start next year. No sir, Bob. No ma'am. No sir. No bueno. No none. No, hell to the no, hell to the no. No, sir, no, sir, no, sir. No, into the hell, no. But... Luke Luca Garza been good offensively the entire summer league. Offensively, that nigga has been showing off. And I do believe that he definitely, you know, there aren't many good centers still out there. So I think Luca Garza has a great chance of making the starting lineup. You know, Kate, Sadiq, you know what I'm saying? Jeremy Grant, Luca Garza, Isaiah Stewart. That'd be a good little squad right there. We we have height. We have wingspan. We have defense on the perimeter. No interior because Luca Garza is not necessarily the best rim protector. He's average, but he's not like anybody to fear. You know, Garza and Stewart be getting dunked on a lot wow the kid from philly uh paul reed at 27 points 20 rebounds and four blocks wow philly should definitely give him a chance to play some four but yeah let's see jalen suggs was showing his ass in fucking summer league you know, but he was he was out with a thumb injury from what I hear from the streets. Um, Jalen Green got injured in Summer League. I think I already said that on the last show. Now, I'm hearing good news that LiAngelo Ball has a very high chance of making the Charlotte Hornets team. He has a big chance here to make the team. So I'm praying for Jello Ball that he gets on the roster. 
and he can go out there and kick some ass. Because we'll be talking about Charlotte a little bit more. Kawhi Leonard took a four-year, $176 million deal from the Clippers. And the crazy part about all this is Paul George is making more money than Kawhi Leonard. Ain't that a bitch? That's wild. Now, speaking of the Clippers, the Clippers agreed to trade Rajon Rondo, Patrick Beverly, Daniel Arturo to the Los Angeles to, to the Memphis Grizzlies for Eric Bledsoe. Now, this trade helped the Grizzlies. A lot of people saying it did not help the Grizzlies. Well, the Grizzlies are financially fucked. Understandable. Sometimes in order to help your team get better, you got to go over the luxury tax, baby. And they sure did. Even though the good thing about Memphis is they get that Eric Bledsoe bad contract the fuck out of here. And then you get Rondo, Pat Beth, who are probably on expiring deals. Daniel Orturo, who's a promising young Big, because you know Memphis has a very interesting rotation, which we'll get to later. But this doesn't really help the Clippers. I think the Clippers did this because they couldn't get Dame, they couldn't get Westbrook, um, they couldn't get John Wall. John Wall making forty-four million. There's no way that they can ink Kawhi to a whole new deal. Get Paul George's big-ass contract and fit John Wall's contract. Like, Houston would have to buy him out in order for the Clippers to pick him up. But I think that Eric Bledsoe would be better suited as a backup point guard. Because I believe that Keon Johnson, I think he should start. Mm, we got some uh, interesting hot takes on the way um, right now. So, Carl Anthony Towns is being looked at by Golden State. I mean, I know the deal that they should make easily. I definitely believe that they should move Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, Kavon Looney, and maybe a first-round pick for Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe two first-round picks because, obviously... They're, they want to keep Moody and, and Kaminga. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves will take James Wiseman, who was the number two overall pick. Honestly, you know what? You know what's funny? I think that that was Minnesota's pick. You know, that they traded to Golden State in that D'Angelo Russell deal. <laughs> so it'd be like they picked him anyway. Right? Right. Summer League Championship game has just been announced. It's the Boston Celtics versus the Sacramento Kings. That's what's up. Can't wait to watch that on Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bro. I mean, now if Carl Anthony Towns goes to Golden State, I mean, this dude averaging for his career 23 points and um, 12 rebounds. 
So add that to Stephen Clay, Jonathan Kaminga, Draymond Green, and then you'd have, you know, Carl Anthony Towns at five, who can run, who can shoot. Defense a little bit questionable, but Hart is in question, but a productive big is what Golden State has always needed. And Carl Anthony Towns is one of the many guys that I believe should leave their team. Kevin Love should leave Cleveland. Find a way. Cleveland should buy his ass out. Cleveland is stupid. They already... I mean, dog, you all fucking ready paid that man because you knew that LeBron was out of there. Kyrie demanded a trade out. So they desperately overpaid Kevin Love. $120 million, might I add. So y'all have to live with the consequences and pay this man off so that he could go to Brooklyn or fucking, you know, the Lakers. You know, the Lakers want every fucking body. Honestly, I think Love would be great for the Clippers. You know, he's not the same guy, but he can be productive at least. I wouldn't start Kevin Love. I'd have him coming off the bench. I mean, Milwaukee would be a hell of a place for him to go. Kevin Love going to Milwaukee might be the best move if he's ever bought out. That's a move that Milwaukee definitely needs to make. And speaking of Milwaukee, I think they should trade Brooke Lopez because I don't think he... I mean, he did good in the playoffs, don't get me wrong, but they don't really use him like that. I think that Lopez would be better better suited in Detroit, to be honest. That'd be a good pickup for us. If they're looking for a stretch five big, you know. Or he can be in Denver with Nikola Jokic. You know? I just don't think... I think that if they get rid of Lopez, I think Milwaukee can use the floor a lot more. The floor would open up for those guys a lot more and then have Giannis playing that five position. I'm not saying that Giannis should start at five. I'm saying that in some stretches, he can play that five when they go small. But I definitely think that they need a faster, quicker stretch five. Milwaukee should pursue either a fast rim protector or a fast stretch five to complete their team. But I definitely think that they should be in the market. I mean, Miles Turner for Brooke Lopez, that looks like an even trade for me. I think Miles Turner would be a better fit for the Bucks and what they run versus, you know, Brooke Lopez. And Miles Turner is another guy that should leave their team. I mean, think about it. They played better with Sabonis at five and McDermott at four when Indiana was on the floor together. And then when Miles Turner came back, they weren't really the same. They actually got worse with him on the floor. Not to say that Turner is a terrible player. I just think that his time in Indiana is up. They really don't need him anymore. They also have Gogo Batatze and they drafted and traded for Isaiah Jackson. So they really don't, you know, Miles Turner is now expendable. And I think that him going to Milwaukee would provide a fresh start. 
He'd be on the championship team, and he would definitely elevate them with his shot blocking. He is a fast stretch five. He is the guy that Milwaukee should look into. That would be a big pickup. Ben Simmons, I don't understand, bro. You have a no-trade clause. You want out of Philly. Sacramento has the perfect deal to come get you, and you say no to playing with De'Aaron Fox? I mean, I get it. Sacramento is trash, but... I mean, if any team could use Ben Simmons right now, (laughs) probably the Clippers. But the Clippers don't really have the assets to give up. Like, not many teams have the assets to give up anything for a Ben Simmons package. Like, I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers already picked their guy. I mean, Dallas could use you, but Luka Doncic wants the ball. And someone taking the ball out of his hands is like you shot his cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You take the ball out of Luka's hands, it's like you shot one of his cousins to death. I mean, New York Knicks, maybe. I mean, <laughs> Brooklyn would be an interesting move for Ben Simmons. I don't know what package they'd come up with. But I don't see Ben Simmons thriving anywhere unless it's on a lottery team. I mean, Boston has young assets. A combination of Ben Simmons, Jason. I mean, you know, hey, you know, Ben Simmons don't shoot the ball. He ain't going to shoot the ball. It's going to be all Brown and Tatum, but another athletic body down there. You know what I'm saying? That'd be dope. Him going to Boston. But the trade package for him, what would you give up for him? Because Brown and Tatum are off limits and Al Horford. Because nobody wants that old ass nigga. So, but Boston. De'Aaron Fox should definitely try to leave Sacramento. And let Halliburton and Davion Mitchell take over. I mean, that would be great for Fox to get out of there. He could be used on damn near every contender you can think of right now. That definitely is lacking at the guard position. Can you imagine De'Aaron Fox on the Clippers? Woo-hoo! Yeah. Dame Lillard. Oh, boy. I mean, I would love for him to leave. But where would he go exactly? I mean, Philly? Because, you know, the Lakers are off the board. Clippers could use him, but there's not enough space. Golden State wants him, but I don't think that they could put together a package to grab him. San Antonio, Sacramento. I mean, I'd love to see Dame in Utah with Donovan Mitchell, but they would have to give up too much of their good-ass rotation in order to make that happen. It wouldn't make any sense. At all. But yeah, those are the players that I feel like should leave their teams. Like, let's move on to something else. Oh, yeah. Pascal Siakam in Toronto is now expendable. You want to know why? Because you look at Scotty Barnes at the, at the Summer League. They definitely were correct in moving up to grab this dude. What did I grade that trade? I mean, that, that pick. What did I grade that shit? I graded it a B plus. Damn, I'm thinking I made it might have graded that too low. Cause Scotty Barnes is showing out. He actually does have a jump shot. 
He does. His jump shot ain't water, but he can hit it. He's got a post game. He could guard all five positions. He's very confident. He's a he can bring up the ball. He's an all-around player. He's definitely Draymond Green, but better. That's making Siakam a lot more expendable. Because I don't think they can I mean they can run those two on the floor together, but Barnes is a four in this league. And then you already have OG Ananobi. You already have um who else is in Toronto? There's somebody else there. Let me look up that roster real quick. There's somebody else that's in Toronto that played. Oh, Precious Achua. Yes, Precious Achua. You added him. Who can play four or five? Who can play? Who's playing that middle? Then you have Van Vliet. Goran Dragic, Adenobi, Scotty Barnes. Where is the room for Siakam? I would trade him. He should be unloaded. Golden State can go after him. I mean, since Draymond like battling in the paint with these seven foot gargantuan niggas, fuck it. I thought Golden State was going to get Scotty Barnes. But Toronto moved up and said, hey, give me that. But I think that Siakam is going to be on the trading block and trade it before the season's over. Probably well before the trade deadline. My personal thoughts on that. Very fucking expendable. Now, what deal would you take? I don't know. I would have to examine that after the show. Now, um, last but certainly not least let's talk about interesting rotations for next year the Boston Celtics have an interesting dynamic going on here because they got rid of all the clutter down there they got back uh, they got rid of Tristan Thompson ass they um, grabbed up you know those rookies looking good in summer league Aaron Neesmith been shooting the lights out and did you hear Peyton Pritchard had an 80, had a 90 point game, something ignorant, like I think it was 90 point game in that Pro-Am. Peyton Pritchard's going to see a lot of open shots thanks to Brown and Tatum. I think just giving Brown and Tatum 25 shots each per game, I think that's a winning formula. Then you added Al Horford back to the conversation. You know, that's the only black man that the Boston Celtics fans like. They ain't even like Bill Russell, nigga. They like Al Horford in Boston more than they like Bill Russell. Ain't that a bitch? An 11-time champion. Hated on. Then you still have Marcus Smart, who can defend well. Um... They got that Fournier contract to fuck on out of there. That was good. Robert Williams is still there. Grant Williams could finally get a little, a few more touches. So, I think Boston might upset somebody next year. Charlotte Hornets, we've talked about this a lot. Them possibly getting LiAngelo Ball is the, the tip of, only the tip of the iceberg. I mean, you got 
LaMelo, Rozier, Hayward, um, shit, Oubre, you got Mace Plum, Mason Plumley, Miles Bridges, Kai Jones, James Booknight to come off the bench, shit, Booknight and Cam Thomas might be the candidates for sixth man of the year, fuck a rookie of the year, we talking about Motherfucking six man of the year candidates here. And then you have um shit, I'm trying to think who else on this team. I mean, I like what I seen from fucking Grant Riller in the uh in the preseason. Still got P.J. Washington. You heard that story about him getting taken to the cleaners by Brittany Renner? My God, 100000 in child support a year. Pray pray for that man. This ain't this ain't a joke, so this ain't damn near. I mean, this is not a joke, so don't you dare laugh. You got the Martin twins there. You got Ubre, as I aforementioned, and J.T. Thor. Can't forget about JT Thor, man. That's got to be one of the five darkest niggas in the league, boy. That nigga disappeared. I forgot they added Ish Smith to the the team. He got Jalen McDaniels. Like, this team is deep as hell. They could make a little playoff run. Miami's got an interesting thing going on with Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler... Um, Bam at a buyout. I'm trying to remember who the fuck their power forward is. I thought they might have grabbed one. I know they grabbed somebody recently. <laughs> Haslam's back. I mean, he still got Duncan Robinson. That's obvious. Oh, PJ Tucker's going to start probably. Can you imagine Duncan Robinson coming off the bench? I think Oladipo's not 100%, so Robinson gonna have that spot. Memphis Grizzlies have an interesting dynamic going on with their team. A lot of people are sleeping out there. Them grabbing Rondo, Beverly, and Arturo, that helps their rotation out vastly. Because if you look at it now, you have John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Slow Mo. Jaron, Steven Adams. Then off the bench, you got Rondo, Beverly, Brandon Clark, Desmond Bain, um, Daniel Laturo, Xavier Tillman. Hey, I mean, you look at that team. That team could be dangerous come playoff time. And if they were to make a trade, they definitely have the assets to do so. Just in case that shit blows up in their face. Um, Utah Jazz. Now, that's a team to look out for. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out the West next year. They were a Donovan Mitchell bad ankle away from possibly championship dreams. You look at that lineup. Conley, Mitchell, Bogdanovich. Um, 
Rudy Gobert. Um, shit, Royce O'Neal. You added Eric Pascal, Rudy Gay. Um, you added uh, Hassan Whiteside, Udoka Azabuki. Um, it was somebody else that's on that team. Shit. Is George Gorgas Niang still on that motherfucker? They signed Macy Oteague. I think that was a rookie. Oh, Jordan Clarkson. How could I forget about Dog? Woo! The, the uh, reigning sixth man of the year. That nigga could win that shit again. Then you added, you got Ingles, Joel Ingles. You can't forget about him. And they drafted Jared Butler. I totally forgot about that shit. My God. Utah, my man. Y'all got to watch out for them. They could be an, a one seed again next year. Especially if they get off to a hot start. Golden State. Again, you have Steph, Clay, Marcus Wiggins, who I think they should trade. That's just me personally, respectfully. Uh, Draymond Green, James Wiseman, Kevon Looney, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, they still got um. Toscano Anderson, you still got Jordan Poole. That's a good rotation to me. That's pretty solid. I think both conferences will be stacked this year, especially with what Chicago just pulled off, grabbing Lonzo, DeRozan, Zach Levine to go along with Vucevic and Laurie Markkinen if he can stay healthy. If they even match any offers for uh, marketing, I haven't heard of any market for marketing at all. So I'm pretty sure he probably going to come back. You still got Kobe White coming off that bench. I still think they need to fill that bench out just a little bit before we can say anything about them being a, a championship contender. They are a contender now. Definitely a playoff team, Chicago. Now, Washington. That's, good. That's probably one of the more underrated rotations here because you get Spencer Dinwiddie to go along with Bradley Beal in that dangerous backcourt. You drafted the best shooter in Corey Kispert. I'm pretty sure that Kyle Kuzma is probably going to be the starting small forward. Then you got Rui Hashimura still. You got um, Daniel Gafford. You, you get uh, Trez Harrell. KCP to come off the bench. Along with Kisper, Denny Avija still there. Raul Neto still there. Like you got a nice little rotation out there in Washington. They got they still got Cassius Winston on the roster. Shit, they could crack that 6-7 seed area around there. But I think I am done talking now. So that is my show. This is King No Uncensored. Yeah. New Music Fridays. And we are out of here.